Hey everyone, thank you for listening to 50 Shades of Boucher. On this week's episode, we had Miguel Reynoso. He created his own business called New Veterans Construction. It's a roofing company, and they're selling 3,000 masks along with additionally donating another 1,500 to people like first responders, nurses, and doctors. And you can find these masks at nordeastmasks.com. And if you are needing your roof done, you can go on their Facebook page, which is New Veterans Construction, LLC, or at newveteransconstruction.us. All right, let's get into the show. Make a correlation or something, maybe get some of these going, you know? Right, so explain to me what you're doing then. Uh, so what So what it is, is so I own a construction company called yeah. New Veterans Construction. Okay. Uh, and my girlfriend, she's a real estate agent with Keller Williams. Um and there's the man for mask right now, obviously. Yeah, um, yeah, people yeah. are looking for them. People got to find them. Um, so we decided to just pull money. Um, and we've had, we, we got enough between us two and our businesses to make 4,500 masks. Oh, there you go. Um, and, uh, and the ideal is, is to sell to people 100 for free. Sorry, you cut so out right there. Do you want to need them, essential workers, people who. You cut out right there. Do you want to repeat that? I said, I said, so what it is is, so we're trying to get rid of the 45, right? Uh, but we're trying to make it so that it doesn't cost us the whole cost to donate them. Because, I mean, if we could donate them, it'd be nice. You know, we could donate it, everybody would be great. But we've got to sell 3,000 of them out of the 45, and we're still able to give away 1,500 of them. Okay, I got you. Right on. So right now we're, we're, we're send, we sent some to Pennsylvania, some to New York, some, you know, here in Minnesota, of course, people using them, but we're just... Right. So if people want them, you know, we're not. I'm not trying to push it on anybody because you know there's a. Some people want the mask, some people don't want the mask. But if you want the mask and you can't find them, we're a cheap way to get them. We're we're able to bring the cost down to five bucks and still give away fifteen hundred masks at the end. So. Right, right. And it's not like you're price gouging. You know, it's not like you're making. You know, selling them for eighty bucks a pop because the market needs them. You know, you're just. You're trying to recoup on what it costs to make them and the supplies and stuff. I'm assuming. Exactly. Right? There you exactly. go. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right on. Right on. Yeah. So I mean, if we That's were awesome. if we were to sell if we were to sell them all, we sell them for about three fifty to get our money back because you know it, it does you know the materials production yeah. all that cost something. But I figured people would want to pay five bucks, and if at least if they know it's going, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, someone's getting a free mask, they'll be more willing to pay five bucks get a mask, and you know they they help somebody get half a mask. Right. On right on. Six, so you're kind of paying for so the the five bucks is kind of paying in that fifteen hundred that you're going to give away for free. And it's kind of like you're, you know, you're buying a little extra, but you're getting it. Somebody else is, who needs it is going to get it for free. Okay, yeah, right on. Yeah. That's awesome. How do you guys make it then? Is there a, is there a guideline to follow? Is there something that you know they give out to small businesses? How did you guys get into this? I guess. So, so the way it is, so we 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 wanted to make them right because obviously we wanted to help out a little bit of the cause. And uh, I know a freelancer that she does uh, production costumes, like for example. Uh, gymnastics uh uniforms dance line uniforms yeah. high school musicals or whatever and she she does them all but she doesn't have anything right now because everything's shut down yeah uh, so i hired her to make them the mask for me so she's producing all the masks after she produces them we steam them to make sure because the cdc saying that you got to wash them in uh temperature more than 104 degrees okay um, so we're steaming them because it steams at about 175 180 degrees you so know you so cook, it kills you cook that. anything out yeah yeah and then when we get them after they see them, they sit for 24 hours, and then we we bring them in, we sanitize everything, we bag them up, and then they're they're good to be distributed. Right on, right on, man. That's awesome. That's that's awesome. So, 
you so you you said you own your own construction business like just to put some promo out there like what do you do like you know is it is it a one-man job is it something that you know is it is it, is it your company or uh you yep. know go go into that yep so so what i do is i own a construction company um so i i am a I'm licensed to build homes. Okay. I can. I, I have my, my builder's contractor's license, but I'm just a roofing contractor. All I do is we do a roofs, and then we do gutters too, because normally people want them hand in hand or whatnot. Yeah. Um, so it's it's me. I own the company, um, but I have you know roofing people that work for me. I have about 25 to 30 people that do roofs for me. And oh they, wow! Every day we're rolling and we're going. Um, we we work. So I do my own jobs, but also I have huge contracts with companies throughout the metro. So. Uh, I don't know, you know, can't necessarily name companies, but right, right. Uh, no, I get you. So like, there, there's company in South Minneapolis that they they build 24 townhome complexes a year. Okay. But we have a contract, so out of those 24, we we might be doing 18 of those roofs for them. Um, there's another co- company in Monticello that they do about, I'd say, 1,500 projects a year. Whatever they get for roofing. It goes to me because you know I'm their roofing contractor, yeah. yeah. Um, and I do all those jobs for them, and then of course I sell, you know, with my license. Oh, right well. on. There you go. Last year, last year we did about 243 roofs. I want to say the oh, year before shit. that we were able to do about 120 roofs. Um, the first year I did it, I got done about I'd say 175. Was that so that? I started to- was that that hail year? The year uh, Blaine got like all that fucking hail and destroyed everybody's siding and shit. Yep. So 2017. So so the way I got into it was I was actually working for a a, a tech company um, doing their IT because when I was in the army I did satellite communications which okay. is a, a form of IT. So then I was doing that and uh, I my family's done roofing since since I was 10 years old. My uncles, stepdad, they all did roofing. So I kind of knew the business, and I had an uncle who was willing to help me. He gave me all the answers. He says, okay, if you really are serious about starting this, contacts, you need this, 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 and he kind of set me up. And uh, when the storm hit, he, he was kind of, you know, helping me out for a year, but when that storm hit, I just I quit the job, and I jumped right into it because it was enough work for me to, yeah, you know, really even dope. if I was scraping the bottom of the barrel because nobody knew me, at least I would, I'd get jobs to, you know, be able to keep it going. And right. then that year I made a – Two solid contracts with big companies. There you go. Um, the, the year after that, in 18, I picked up another one. Uh, last year, I picked up three. So now I have about eight contracts of like hundreds of houses a year with these companies. And we're, we're yeah. just You're take them out. Of- there you go, man. That's awesome. I need my roof done. I'll tell my landlord uh, I know a guy now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could, you could look us up. New Veterans Construction, man. We got a website. Uh, we got the Facebook page. Um, you could look us up on uh, the state of Minnesota license lookup. You see, we we actually hold we still hold our residential roofing license. Okay. Yep. And then we hold our builders contractors license. I, I try to hold them both just because we primarily are roofing and people you know it's something people want to know. They don't you know if if you're doing their roof, you might be doing cement one day, windows one day, and we just I keep this roofing license to let people know that we are strictly roofing. We're we're doing. I might I might build something, but it's I'm building it for me, you know. Cause yeah. I got the builder's contractor's license, cause you know I I'd like you. to experiment a little bit, go on. But we're just roofing, right. roofing, roofing. Hell yeah, man! At least for now, right? Like maybe if maybe later you branch out or something. That's awesome, yeah. man. That's awesome. Do you uh, do you respect the trades now that you're in it, coming from IT? Cause I make uh, I make the joke now that like, this is the first time I've been in front of a computer since high school or you know, real I guess college. You know, like I had two years of college where 
I was on it, and I had a laptop for an online class. <clears throat> but, I, you know, basic shit Microsoft, and I'm not going into it like, like in high school. They're at least bringing you through and kind of teaching you some shit. Uh, it took me a while to get used to this shit, man. It, it was it was kind of <laughs> iffy. So do you respect coming from, from a place where you know probably more about computers than I do, and now you're using your hands every day and, and you know, kind of... I would say, yeah, yeah, of course, obviously, because working with hands is way more stressful, is way more intensive than we're sitting in front of a computer. But like I said, my family's done it. So, I yeah. mean, back in the day, I was 13 years old and, you know, You're they had on the me on the roof. Yeah. You know, they're like, hey, we better go. Now it's different. You know, my guys, we're all, you know, we got a, we got OSHA standards we got to follow and stuff. But back in the day, in 2008, 2009, when I was, they didn't care. So I kind of, I've always done it. But going from computers and going back to labor, man, it's... It's I say it's a lot more stressful. Sometimes I miss the days when I'm in front of the office cubicle, just looking at there and just. Oh yeah. When, as soon as I, I log out, I'm done. But running a business, I might get a phone call at nine o'clock in the morning saying, "Hey, this," or it might be at two o'clock at night saying, "Hey, we just had water come through our roof." And you know, you, yeah. you got you got you got to be responsive, and it's it's a little bit more stressful. But a hundred percent construction, man, it's 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 hard. It's hard. It's a dying breed just because nobody like, does it. It's. Nobody. Nobody wants to do it. Nobody wants to get the stress, you know, and I feel like it's it's just like more of a mental block because any, anybody who's ever said, hey, can I can I come up? So I own construction. I also own a, a snow removal business that I do in the winter on uh-huh. Nordy Snow Removal. There you go. I started last November. And again, I just I, I got a big contract with the with a company uh, that they uh, they have a, they have a shop in St. Paul, um, Savage and another one in Crystal. And uh got hooked up with them and I started it I started with them doing a little freelancing two years ago seeing how it went how it went and then they really liked the work I did and they I mean these guys have big they have contracts with Wells Fargo Tor- Target Corporation if I say it Holy, and you'll see oh, you yeah, yeah, yeah. you know but you. yeah it worked out so then this year I just decided screw it man I dove head first when I first did it it was me and four buddies okay that, you know, I was like, hey, you guys want to try this with me? I think I can make a little bit of cash for us. You know, I think I can make it work. I have this, you know, this this company. Right. And it went so well last year that this year, they they basically, I got a liaison with the with the contract that I got. Yeah. And they give me an area, and I got 30, 33 people that do snow removal for me now. There you go, man. That's awesome. So we've been kind of slowly building. There you go. When you, when you get a, when you need painter, let me know. <laughs> I got you. I got you, man. I, you'd, you'd be surprised, man, especially doing roofing. The smallest things, a nail might come and scratch the siding, or even you know if it's a three-story house, some shingles sometimes come, and yeah. you always need something to touch up. I mean, obviously it doesn't happen every time, but right. one out of every 10, 20 houses, it's not uncommon, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. no, I get you. That no, nah, dude, it's uh, even even painting, man. That's why I always joke like it's nice to just paint because you always get like you know it's not open windows at all unless it's in the summer, which it ain't bad. Uh, <clears throat> If you get in the winter, you're always going to have heat. You're inside if it's raining, you, you know, unless you're doing outsides. But then again, I mean, raining just means you're not working that day. So, awesome. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, sorry. I was going to say, I do respect the painting, though. I've, obviously, everybody's painted in their life because Josie is a real estate agent. So, whenever she needs, you know, hey, we're selling a house. I got to go help these sellers paint the house. Obviously, I'm I, I'm the one that's going to go help her. We're the team, you know? <laughs> Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you guys are in real estate. You guys even offer to help paint. Uh, yeah, I mean, dep- depending on the situation. Obviously, if it's like you need one room painted, we'll go and help you out because she, 
her job is to help you sell the house. If, yeah. You know, it's not to come bring up a $3,000 bill for a painter, you know, right. so if it's something that it's a room, obviously will help. If it's something that's a whole house, uh, you know, we can't. Obviously, I'm running a business. I, I can't have time for that. Right. But I was going to say. Three hours, three hours to paint a room, we could do it. And But that is meticulous, man. You got to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you get good at it, man. Like, you know, I, I really don't tape off anything. And, it, it, you know, most of the time I can get around in a room and, and even the base and the wind, you know, everything is pretty. You get good at it. Though. I was a painter for four years, so I'll still do like you know. If somebody calls me and says, "Hey, I got a couple of rooms or something," it's like, "Ah, oh, cool. I'm not doing anything, you know, at fucking night or something." And you know, so I'll, I'll hop on and I'll do a job here and there. But yeah, yeah, for sure. It's uh, I work in a cabinet shop right now, and I think I'd rather work now. New construction, I'd rather do, because mm-hmm. because painting people's houses who live there. People's standards of hey, we're gonna come over and people are gonna work on our house are very fucking different of cleanliness. New construction, it it's you know, it could be a filthy mess, but it's dust, it's garbage, it's trash, it's nothing, you know. Dude, I walked into a fucking home once and the upstairs was or the middle the living room and the main floor was getting redone. You mm-hmm. walk upstairs and in the bathroom the parents were one of these couple of these parents that that flew away for months at a time and said, here you go, senior in high school. Here's the credit card. Pay your brother and sister and just make sure they don't die. Their rooms had fucking Chinese boxes, pizza boxes, clothes on. Like, I mean, the, the kid had like a little sliver of bed that wasn't covered in food boxes and clothes. And that's where he must have slept. And uh, there was mold in the toilet. There was mold in the sink. There was mold on the floor behind, like they had never cleaned. Oh, dude, it was disgusting. God, hey, if only, if only, if only we could all had that senior year, you know, where oh. the parents left and just gave us a card. <laughs> I don't think I would have ever let it gotten that gross, though. Like, you know, I mean, yeah. you can have a dirty toilet, but like when it starts to be like moldy and stuff, it, it's like, all right, you know, like now, now that we have a, uh, you know, we rent and you know, it's our it's our place of living. It's mm-hmm. it's clean. You know, it doesn't get cluttery. Sure. Do we need a vacuum? Probably more than we do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but like, it's never like dirty. Like, it's not yeah, like... You don't got mold in the living room off a cup from coffee three weeks ago. No, you know? there's no crumbs like laying up, like, you know, there's no crumbs on the floor or nothing. And, and it's just, it, it, it's, it's one of those gross things I can't do. Like, it's like, it's like my truck. My truck has papers. It would have work shit. Uh, food wrappers because I'm always on the go, but it doesn't have fucking crumbs and like pieces of like food laying on the floor or in between the seats. Like, you know, that's it's just that's disgusting to me. Like, messy, okay, but never, yeah, never yeah. gross, you know. Uh, nah, I I know, no, no, hundred percent. I mean, especially if you're working, if you're working on your vehicle, like I get it all the time where I got papers, 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 but people like. Oh, did you clean? I was like, yeah, those are the papers, man. And they're like, oh, okay. And I'm like, you guys, you guys, I hope you know I work in this truck like yeah, five, you six hours it. a day. Yeah, you live in it. That's what it is, you know? Like, uh, there were days where uh, when I was painting, I'd go and I'd do my eight-hour job. And then, I, you know, they'd ask me to go do another school or something. We have a, we have a con, we, the company I used to work for had a contract with uh, the Moundsview School District. So I'd do one school for eight hours and then it was, hey, man, can you come over here and do this other school for eight hours? So mm-hmm. it's getting to a point where, you know, it, I'm working 16, 18 hour days and it's nine o'clock on a July night where if you're leaving, if you're getting to school at dark 
and you're leaving at dark, that's a lot of fucking time to be in an elementary school, you know? Like, or even if you're driving, like, it's only a couple blocks down the road, the schools are all, you know, singular or whatever. They're all fucking close. Yep. Oh, dude, like, there's a, there's, you have, have you had those nights where you're, I mean, Mm -hmm. you're fucking, you're, I mean, you're, by the time you get home, you know that you gotta get to bed because it's the same thing tomorrow. A hundred percent. Like, especially doing, like, snow removal, there's some nights where we're out there 22 hours in a row, and I gotta go sleep for four hours, and then I gotta go and check everything, and that's another 12 hours that we gotta be out there, and that's two days in a row, or even, like, roofing right now, it's, it's, we're starting to get up, so it's not too uh, contagious, not too stressful, but come, like, last September, October, Yeah. I mean, I, you're waking up at 5.30 in the morning, calling, make sure everybody's good, make sure, hey, you, what time, what's your ETA to this spot, hey, 7 o'clock hits, alright, where's the dumpsters, I gotta make sure my dumpsters get to all the locations, hey, it's 8, Jesus. it's 8.30, where's the materials, you gotta call, you gotta call the, the, your supply chain, hey man, what time are you guys supposed to be here, next thing you know, it's 7 o'clock at night, Eight o'clock, nine o'clock, you come home. Oh crap! And I got paperwork that I gotta do. Yeah. You know, so you just it just keeps going the cycle, keeps going. But hey, it, if if it was easy, everybody would do it. I'd say. Right. Well, and it's it's definitely uh, it's humbling. Like you realize, like for me, uh, the moment that I realized, like this is an opportunity that, like, it went. You hear? I'm sure you said you had family in it, and you had you know guys who you grew up with in it. And you just got to put your fucking head down. Like, that's the only way to just barrel through and get through it some days. Like, I'll put in headphones and it's like, okay, that's it. I got to go. Like, that's just, I got shit to do. You know? <laughs> yeah, 100%, man. 100%. Especially now, man. Like, when we first started the snowboard, I told you it was me, four or five buddies. It was just a small group of us that just tried it out. Those were the longest nights. Because now, I mean, 30 people, I mean, even if it's 12 people in one location, everything goes by quicker. You know, we do... We do 12 locations, so like we do places in Columbia Heights, places in, in Fridley, Sperling Park, so it's all pretty relevant, and it's 12 places. The max somebody's there will say two, two and a half hours. Like, we got some big strip malls, you know, the ones in the area. Yeah. So, I mean, you're going and going, but when when it was five of us, and we're at lo- one location for five hours, that's when you're just like, man, do I really want to come back out here tomorrow? Do I really yeah, exactly. want to? And you just yeah. put your head down, and you go, man. No. I, uh... I shoveled for, I shoveled for a uh, uh, a winter, uh, last winter, not not this last one here, but a year ago. Oh, that one was, oh, that was yeah, bad. it sucked February. towards the end. It was it was nothing, nothing, and then it was just repetitive, like beating of snows. And the worst part was, is like you know, if, if a single night, it would take you about seven hours to get done on on our path. Okay, and we busted ass. I, I got to do it with Ben Johnson. Cool shit, oh. good shit. You know, it makes the makes the night go by. Get done when the fucking real shit came and it was, oh, it's snowing while you're doing it. And, oh, you finished up? That's cute. Go back and do it again. Do it again. And so you just, dude, and if it's thick, it's just like, go fuck yourself. Like, it's, it's you know, it it's mm-hmm. terrible, man. That's the one thing. I didn't do it this year. I said, fuck it. I'll be broke. I, it's too hard, man. It's not. It's not too hard. I'm sorry. It it is. It is hard though. It's a lot. It's a lot of labor, man. Yeah. You never know. You never know what you're gonna get. This year was a very easy year for snow removal. Right. I mean, it wasn't back breaking. And when we went out, like I think we got some bad storms. We had one Monday storm. I think it was. Yeah. We had a couple yeah. midweek, but at, the majority came at night. The majority of the snow came at night or came on the weekend. So we got real lucky. And when we we're out there, I think the max we did this year was like. 16 hours one day which seems like a lot but it's not year before year before we were we had by 
by the time we got you know, March came in, we had 17, 16-hour days. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, no, that's... For me, like I said, uh, well, I was painting that year, so I could do that. Like, I could come in a little bit later, and, and it wasn't as... Uh, this, uh, the cabinet shop I work at now is 6.30, and it's, it's you know, I don't want to be on a machine being up all night. You know, it just, at some point, I got to go, all right, I, I love the extra cash, and it's cool, done. but... Yeah, if I could if I could stay awake better, but man, like painting's easy. You can kind of zonk out and still get the straight line. Yeah. Like I said, when you're on a you're on a you know you're cutting on a on a you know a fucking table saw or whatever a skill saw, I don't want to be like drowsy and being up on like my thirteenth hour looking at the thing, being like, how do I turn this thing on again? Like you know, it, mm-hmm. it's it's uh, and I'm not good with machines anyway, so. <clears throat> no, but uh, I got a question for you. So you're self-employed then, right? Uh, yeah, yep. I'm a 1099. Okay. Basically, like that's the, the so, term you would say. What I've seen on Facebook is a lot of people saying that the people who are self-employed right now are getting screwed. Now, is your business, you know, obviously not snow removal right now, but roofing, um, you, you guys are still working. You're, you're gradually getting into it, right? Yep, yep. So what I did, um, so obviously I have multiple multiple products that go on a day. Uh, we started we started on uh, every other week or every other day, kind of doing one house and seeing how that formulated, how how the customers were reacting. Because there, I mean, you got to figure we are at a time that people are freaked out right now. Yeah, some people, people don't want you at their house. Exactly, exactly. Some people some people are okay with it. Some people aren't okay with it. Some people are to the point where they're like, you're outside, you're on the roof, I don't care, do whatever you is you gotta do. Right. So we, we started doing every other day, um, and then when that played out smoothly, cause you gotta figure, even our, our, our materials, where we're going to pick up our materials, we used to just go in, talk to the guy at the counter, no, that's he'd give us a slip, done. So now what we do is we have to call about 30, a minimum of 30 minutes ahead, they, they bring it out, and they leave it on pallets, you roll up and, and you put it in, which is, it's convenient for us now, but it's just more time consuming, cause if you need, a square of shingles or you need a valley a box of nails it's not just go go boom i got it you got to call wait your time make sure they bring it because i mean yeah it's it's just different so we had a couple of things like that even like our dumpster companies we had to see how they were going to react which it didn't change much but when we when we have our materials shipped it might be two tons of materials that go so we have our ship our shippers come and crane it up for us okay so having that act interact with them was their friend um mm-hmm. so we started doing that and as soon as the we were able to get every other then we started going every day one house and then we slowly started going every day one house and then throwing one in the mix so then we started going every other day with two one two one and now we're pretty comfortably going with two projects a day there you go and we're able to go that and it's it hasn't gone chaotic now but we're gonna finish off the week and then we're gonna see how next week kind of starts off and then we're gonna start adding on and and see if we can get three products going a day, and then that's that's our max capacity that we're gonna we're gonna be going as three products a day. There you go, man. Right on. No, I asked that question because I have this uh, <clears throat> not to get controversial. I have, a, I have this thing about like it's not even controversial. It's it's I wanted to ask somebody who is self-employed right now, and kind of you know we'll see my point too, and and we'll see where we meet here. These people bitching about, you know, it's not fair people are unemployed and making money right now based on, you know, the bonus that or the the extra additional money you get and unemployment. Mm -hmm. You know, for a guy like me who in my painting company, the guy asked, hey, don't go on unemployment. My unemployment rates are low as can be and I'll find you some work. You know, the guy was cool and worked with you. 
Okay, yeah. cool. But I understood the meaning then of not going on unemployment and being slow. And when I was hard on money, or it was a hard time based on the weather changing, you know, it was, well, that's just your job. Deal with it. Mm-hmm. It's these people now who get angry that, you know, uh, you know, self-employed guys aren't getting help. I understand the fact that they're not getting help because they work too is bullshit, you know. But it's these people who are like, oh, I'm working and, and, and you're making money on unemployment. It's like, no one asked I, for this, you I know. Would, I, I, I honestly, I look at it like this. Because um, people, people ask me, man, what's my opinion? What, what do I think about the matter? Um, no matter, no matter what the, what the, um, the cause people believe might have caused this, no matter whatever the cause of people think that we're not working, that we're shut down, whatever, whatever belief people have that that is, yeah. the fact that they're, 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 since I've been alive at least, um, there's never been a time where the whole United States said no one's going to be able to walk into our schools. There's never been a time in the, in the United States since I've been alive that at the same time they're telling hospitals stop 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 surgeries if you don't if it doesn't need to happen right don't, don't do, do it. it yeah yeah you know yeah. and and on top of all of that there's never been a time that those two things plus the government saying we're going to pay you stay home yeah right exactly so so it's it's kind of out of our control like what whatever people might believe these are these are things that that since i can't remember and if i'm wrong correct me all three things happened at once. Never. Even 9-11, it was push, push. We got to act like this didn't hurt us. We got to yep. we gotta move on. And, and 9-11, so I don't know if you remember, but I'm from New York. I'm from New York City, and okay. I was born in Brooklyn. There you go. So when 9-11 happened, I was in Brooklyn. Yeah. You know, we, we we were there, me and my family. Um, and the school is closed down. I think the it closed for seven business days. So it closed that week, and then everybody returned Tuesday or the following Thursday, Right. But everybody can see. Everybody can see. Okay, hey, we're looking up at the sky. Nothing's coming. You know, hey, we're not. We're not getting attacked. This is stopped. We're not. We're not receiving any more casualties at this moment, right? right and it's right. stopped. And people can go to their normal day. Obviously, there's a war that spiraled out of that. There's things that that happened that came from that that caused more lives. But right now, we're dealing with something that we we don't know where it's going to stop. We don't know if more people are going to die tomorrow or less people are going to die tomorrow. So yeah. I think that when people get mad at people collecting unemployment, it's not their choice. I know a lot of people that'd rather be working, but at the same time, I have a family member that whose whose uh, whose girlfriend is pregnant. Right. right? He wants to work. He he's prideful. He's like, man, I I I feel lazy being here. But does he want to risk it? Does he want to Does he want it, the disease to come back home and affect his you know, his yeah, child say who, who isn't born yet, you know, like that, yeah. that's something that people got to take into consideration. And some people are mad that, you know, these businesses are closed, right? Yeah. I, I do believe there is a, there is a, a, a way we can have more people working. Okay. Right. There is a, there is a way like, for example, fabric stores are closed, right? I, I know this because obviously, you know, we're making a mass. I had to communicate oh, a lot of people yeah, and, yeah. and they're, and they're closed, right? I could see them working, you know, to an extent, hey, we're going to bring out your things, you're going to have to pay online, you know, the companies will adjust if you let them, right? But personally, I don't think a gym should be open, right? A gym doesn't need doesn't need to be open. We're having good weather. If you really want to exercise, I understand people want to run, people want to get their workout, you could run outside, you right. can you can make shift things to do, right? So I don't see that an essential business. And it's not that gyms aren't important, because people's health is important, obviously, if it wasn't for health, we'd all be probably dead you know yeah, if, we yeah. were, if we were looking at our, our, at our health so I, I do believe that that people who are receiving unemployment there's some people 
who just like everything else are going to take advantage of the situation. Um, and I, I don't, I don't say that in a way that uh, a lot of people are, but there's always, if it's, if there's a million people, you're going to find at least 10 that are taking advantage of the situation or more or less. So I think, so using them as examples is bad because there's, it's a small pot, you know, a small, small percentage of the people. But I just, I don't, I don't know if you heard, but I thought 1099 employees, some of them were getting help, you know, like you can apply. and, And I think, you know, they might receive help come June or July. Um, you know, I, I don't know what that process is. And I understand the outrage of that. You know, it should be, Hey, everybody's affected. If you're affected by it, you get fucking help. You know, the the fact that you're self-employed shouldn't matter at all. Those are the people you should be fucking helping, you know, you know, uh, I don't know. It's, it's fuck, you know, it's a fuck mess, man. Like, you know, I'm I'm one of those guys. Sure. I've been working. I'm, I I work 18 hour days and, and don't, I, you know, I sure. Do I get, do I give my, uh, Sometimes I let it be known that I work an 18-hour day. Like, yeah, I let I let people know, like, hey, motherfucker, like, when have you done that? Like, when have you said, I don't have a day to go fuck off at night and have a couple beers? And, no, it lit, you know, you're coming home and you're zonked because, you know, it's another 18-hour day the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's, uh, you know, sure, do I like sitting at home? When I woke up those mornings, you have no idea how many times I woke up saying, I wish to fucking God there was a reason I could just not go to work today. And I can't yep. go. I just wish I couldn't. You know, I and, mean, it, and it happens to me. You got to figure it. Like, there's no, when you're, when you're running your own business, man, there's no, I'm not going to show up today. Hey, yo, yeah. hey, I'm sick. I ain't there. You know, there right. is, you, you got to, even if you, I mean, obviously, right. right now, it's a different situation. Right now, if for some reason, I started getting a cough. I started getting a fever. You know, I didn't feel good. Obviously, I'm going to isolate myself, yeah. you know, but. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, as the as the as the person running the operation, as a person, you know, making sure that the pieces are where they're supposed to be, you got to get up, man. And if you're not up at seven o'clock in the morning, at eight o'clock in the morning, six, man, whatever time you got to get up, yeah, your 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 production's going down, man. There's you can't just sleep until ten o'clock every day no. and say, yo, we still gonna make it happen. No, I, <laughs> dude, I'm I'm sleeping in now till uh, seven thirty, and I feel pissed. I like waking up at five thirty. I'm awake. I'm a, I'm aware things are happening. I'm awake before things are going on. You know, like mm-hmm. I like that. I like being just just a little bit ahead. Having that, you know, I'm I'm terrible throughout quarantine because it's like uh, I'll have I'll have like three cups of coffee and I won't eat till three o'clock. Oh, hundred so percent. I'm just fucking wired, like you know. But I do that at work all day too. You know, I don't eat lunch really. You know, I mm-hmm. might grab something quick or I might grab a, a thing of chips or something and a pop, but. Other than that, I'm you know pretty good. Yeah, I don't there's like. No, there's there's no sitting on the clock hoping. Yo, I'm gonna go get something from the vending machine. Yo, I got 15 minutes to my lunch break. I'm gonna just yeah, relax, no. man. You're no. I mean, even if I'm not busy, it's even like I just don't want to eat because I feel sluggish. Like it ta- I feel like I gotta I gotta you know digest it and cool down. And if I just keep going, you know, I feel like I just run better. Like by noon. You know, I might eat a little something after that coffee just to just to even it out a little bit. You know, a muffin or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, oh, not- uh, the 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 best thing lately, just because I mean, in the summertime, I, it's it's different in wintertime. Wintertime, you know, I I my operations running. You know, obviously because you know we got things like taxes, we got books, we got paperwork. You know, yeah. but it's not as stressful as it is in the winter. So come winter or summertime. So wintertime, 
you know, we're, we're, if I don't have anything to do that day, I might wake up at 10, you know, I'm eating, I'm going, you know, yeah. or you walk up at 10, it's different in the summertime when I'm waking up at six o'clock, man, you're, you're like, I don't know, you're just going, you're going. And next thing you know, you look at it, it's 11, you ain't hungry. And yeah, exactly. My, what, I, what I started doing to help me is, uh, have you ever had the uh, eggs in a hole? Oh, is that where you crack the egg and put it in the microwave and go? Oh no no it's a so so it's like you get a piece of toast you put a hole in it you crack the egg you flip them or whatever and then it's a egg in the hole or whatever. Okay okay. I've been really 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 into those so like even if I'm not hungry I can eat one piece of toast and an egg. Yeah. So make that eat it, and that kind of kind of gets me going but yeah. it's different from the winter time we ain't cook like in the winter time cook a pack of bacon you know I could eat it like it oh, just. Oh there you go. It's different. Yeah you, yeah because you're hibernating you're trying to keep up because it's fucking cold outside. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm. I've never been a breakfast person. You know, like now, like even even my girlfriend will make eggs or something, and it's like, sure, maybe I'll eat it, and I'll have some bacon here and there, but it's mostly coffee, and you know, I'll make something for lunch at maybe eleven now. You know, or or, but I'm getting fat. I'm. I've I've definitely gained like probably ten, fifteen pounds throughout all this shit. I'm just fucking Dang. snacking and eating and fucking hanging out. I finally, I finally caved and got an Xbox. Uh, oh. <laughs> I've, I've been playing on the same PS3 I've had since I was 16, dang, and, and the dang. shit was freezing up on me for the past year. And I finally, you know, it was it was 200 bucks, and me and my girlfriend split it. It was something to do during quarantine, and I've been fucking addicted to it. You know, like it, it's yep. a new game, dude. It's been 10 years since I've seen something like that, and mm-hmm. uh, it was cheap. So I was like, all right, even if a new system comes out and we really like this one, you know, we didn't put too much out where it's like ah. You know, we can still go out and try. Maybe we'll like the new one and get our hands on it. You know, we'll see. But yeah. uh, no, it's it's been uh, it's been fun. But yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm definitely just gaining weight and fucking doing nothing, man. Going back to work is gonna be rough. I mean, I've got some things scheduled: uh, a couple houses, you know, a basement, and two full uh, two full redos in, inside. So I'll oh, be I'll, I'll be busy, you know, into into June. But like right now, so I'm just sitting back and trying to hang out, like. You know, I'm not, I don't take naps because when I take naps, I'm fucking tired. And, like, this isn't like, oh, I'm tired because I woke up. Like, this is four months fucking tired. And, like, you know, I got bags under my eyes for a reason. I, so I don't, like, obviously when I was in the Army, you know, we're working out consistently every day. I was pretty fit, right? Yeah. Since I've been out of the Army, I have made a pledge that if I don't need to run, I ain't running. There's no reason I'm running fuck, six miles a day. Fuck no. So, so I don't uh. work out, right? The weird thing is, so like, when I left the army, I weighed 170. You know, it's all all built. You know, muscle because yeah. you're you're pumping yourself, right? Yeah. I uh, because of work, I lost. I, I think it was the first the first full year we did it. I lost. I'd say I went down to about 140. So from 170 went down to 140, and I had to had to basically sit there and just shove food in my mouth. So I've kind of trained myself that if I'm not hungry, I gotta do something because you gotta you gotta eat. Yeah. Now with this quarantine, I bought a pull up bar. I was oh, like, I gotta do go. something, man. Something. Yeah. I was thinking push-ups. I can do push-ups, but uh, my girlfriend laughs. I can't fucking do push-ups anymore. Uh, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta do them on the fists. Uh, my dude, my wrists are fucked, man. Like, like you said, you don't run for uh, anything because you, you know you, you know, and, and kudos, you're you're more of a man to me because my only excuse is I I did like one year of college football and hi, we did high school football. And I'm fucking done. I was like, uh-uh. I ain't running for a fucking soul after this, you know? Like, my dude, I, I try to run now, and it's been months since I fucking ran. 
And like, I'll, I'll go running with my, after my kid, my girlfriend, she'll go, ugh. And it's like, yeah, my, my, I, I look gross. My, my knees hurt running right now. It's not good. Like, I'm fucking, I'm done, man. Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to live out my knees, not kill them anymore, you know? Oh, I know exactly what you mean, man. Sometimes my, so, so Josie, she's recently, she's turned, turned 25, right? Yeah. I feel like when I turned 25, that's when my knees were just... Like, it has to do something. But somewhere between 24 and 26, your knees are going to start giving you issues, no matter oh, yeah. what. That first, big, that first big rain we had, the day before, my knee killed me all day. Couldn't figure it out. The rain came, eased up, went away. I was like, you fucking asshole. Is this what it's going to be the rest of my life? The, well, Josie now, she like, she'll wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning in pain. I'm like, what? She's like, my knee hurts. I thought you, and then I'm like, I, th- I thought you said it wasn't that serious. And what, what happened? You look at these knee pains, man. It happens. So now oh, yeah. she, she's in that stage where she was like, we'll lay on the couch. Half an hour later, she's like, oh, I'm like, what? She's like, my knee hurts. And I was like, you were just laying here, man. I thought it wasn't real. What happened? Yeah, that's <laughs> nuts. That's nuts. See, and that's where like, uh, you said you came out. You were one seventy. Did you have a like gain weight when you first when you first started, or did you just slim out the entire time? No, I would say. I mean, because I I joined right after high school. So I would say I was in high school. I used to wrestle what one forty. Okay. So that and but you, you got to figure that was cutting weight. That yeah. was I I walked around at one fifty two, one fifty five, and we were young and dumb, and we said, no, nah, I'm going out one forty. Let me just purge yeah. real quick. <laughs> Yuck. So, uh, so I, I would say walking around, I was about 150, 155. When I went to the Army, you're just consistently like, it's different from like high school. Because in high school, you know, it's more about the running and, and things. But when you go to the Army, there's push-ups, sit-ups, and you're going to gain mass, you know? Yeah, yeah, There's you no know, way you can do it. And then when I got out, I just kind of just, just lost it, just lost mass. I wasn't doing push-ups anymore, sit-ups, you know? I mean, now, now I walk around about 157 okay. right now every day, 157, 155, but... I, like now when we start working, I have to force myself to eat to be like, okay, do you want to weigh 145 again? Do you want to go down to 140? You know, because oh, I'm already go. skinny. Yeah. I, I lose 15 pounds. It starts looking unhealthy. Oh my God, <laughs> dude. You're lucky. No, I, uh, when I got, so I finished up, uh, my spring ball in April of 2013. Okay. And then, uh, you know, I, I, I finish up, I, I come home. And I quit somewhere into the next couple months, and I don't do a fucking thing all spring, all summer. And I think, oh, I'm gonna walk into a tryout at this new college, and fuck no, I was so out of shape, and I had lost everything, and I went, oh, this is what people mean by you—you you can't just not, you know, do something for three months. <clears throat> so just so since you brought that up, I was listening to uh, the hell was I? I was listening to uh, Adam Thielen was on K Fan like a week okay. or two ago or whatever. Yeah. And he was going off about what what this 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 lockdown or whatever is going to do with the NFL is you're going to see what what athletes are really working and training and what athletes said man I'll wait till OTs I'll wait I'll wait he's like you're going to see it come come August and September for if, if the games are going on you're going yeah. to see who was slouching and who was working well injuries are going to be a huge thing like you'll know exactly I mean it'll be a guy who hamstrings. Hamstrings will be the most hilarious. It'll look like people are getting shot with guns, the fact that their hamstrings are just going to go, you know? Have you ever uh, had a hamstring pop? Yeah, yeah. Oh. How'd, I, uh, how'd yours happen? So so uh, there is a, a vet center um, in Brooklyn Park. Um, shout out to the vet center, you know, just because <laughs> they do a lot of good things. But we they have a, a softball team that they, that they do. So if you're a veteran... Um, or if you have some type of connections, like we have somebody who's uh, 
whose husband is a veteran, so she works or she she plays on the co-ed team, you know, so she has an yeah. affiliation. Um, and honestly, I mean, it's a bunch of veterans, man. We don't, we're not stretching, we're not like we go against some real competitive teams, and we're just like we're just here to have fun. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I'm going. I, I hit the ball. I take off. Before I make it to first, like I'm about 15 minutes away, I just feel like a, like a like it. It wasn't. It was just like a like a like a pull, but it just like started hurting. Like I was like, oh that that hurts. I took another step and I just I couldn't make it to first base. I got there and I stood. I was like, I need I need somebody to come out. I said it took me six seven days, almost a week, just to slowly be able to to work it out and. Is that the Jurassic Park theme song? Nah, it's, I don't know. Josie said it's the heavens calling. Okay, alright. <laughs> it's it's whatever the, I got the Galaxy S10. Yeah. So it's the, whatever the, the ringtone is. I, I It was real loud and annoying. So oh, I yeah, was like, you, this is a good one. Yeah, I need yeah, it, that'll wake it you up. every time it goes off. I can't do that, man. I gotta have like a, like especially for my alarm clock. I gotta have like a like a simple, slow, not repetitively loud. Like, I gotta have something easy to wake me up, or else I'm fucking just like fuck you. But most of the time, I beat my alarm clock anyway, so it doesn't matter. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I think I just because like I don't know. I just I have to have it because let's say I'm in the shower or something, and yeah. somebody it might be six o'clock in the morning. I'm taking a shower. Somebody might call me. Hey, we can't find this or hey so-and-so can't make you know people will be calling so i gotta i gotta have the the heavens calling <laughs> i got you i got you but no uh so i was saying uh so i finish up spring ball i fucking go to whatever and uh i didn't make the team obviously i fucking uh go do intramurals and i'm thinking oh i'm gonna fucking you know i just got off a of spring ball like if i can't go beat if i can't go off in intramurals like what the fuck am i doing here Mm-hmm. First game, I break my ankle. I, I go up for an interception. I have it in my hands. The guy fucking as as I hit the ground, the guy rips me, and my cleat sticks to the ground, and the rest of my body contorts to the left. So my ankle, Dang. my ankle's fucking hanging off, you know, to the right, probably like almost almost like a ninety degree angle to where the bend is, right? So it's gross, man. It's fucked, and. uh that puts me out till fucking I didn't run again. I could jog on January first. And I did this September September sixteenth. Damn. It it takes a while, man. It yeah. takes a while. I I broke a leg. I was like I would say I was like ten or eleven. It was uh I was playing soccer and um the so there's a park in New York, it's called Prospect Park. The they they just put in the new fields or whatever and they had like roly uh golf tennis for soccer, like the goal tens or whatever. Uh and I'm running with the ball, I'm running with the ball, and some kid, I don't know if he, like, his plan was, like, to jump up and hang on and try to, like, deflect the ball or something, I wasn't uh. sure. I see him jump, he grabs the goalpost, and the goalpost starts coming down, and now I'm, like, 10 feet away going full speed, so I try to stop, and I slip, and the goalpost fa- falls on my leg. Uh. It, it, I kind of pass out, I wake up, and my foot is on my knee, like, resting, like, hun- uh, like completely yep. U-turned. The guys come out, flip the leg over, and I hold my leg up, and it's dangling. It's uh, completely 90 yeah, degrees. And all my, I'm thinking, I'm like, holy cow. Like, you know, I'm a little kid. I'm 10, 11, so I'm thinking, how am I going to run like this? How am I going to run yeah, like yeah. this? Yeah, you're not, yeah. You're not realizing you're fucked. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And the, the surprising thing is it didn't hurt. didn't hurt one bit. Later Ooh. comes to find out is 
when, so after it happened, within minutes, it turned black. Like the area that was broken was turning black. And later come to find out that the like the nerves in that area cut. So as soon as it yep. broke, the nerves disconnected, and that's why I didn't nothing. I didn't feel anything, anything. Did you, I, have, did you have drop foot? What is that drop foot? Uh, so uh, I'm trying to think of who you know. Who you know? Uh, do you remember Marcus Lattimore, the South Carolina running back, who had his yep. fucking the the tip of his toe hit his top of his helmet? His knee, oh, oh, his knee was fucked, bro. Uh, <laughs> but what happens is, is uh, a kid in my, a kid that I, the college I went to, um, I met him on my visit. He was in the wheelchair. Uh, what happens is kind of what you're describing is somehow there's a contortion of the knee, like Teddy Bridgewater, mm-hmm. and every major ligament is torn. Okay. Yep. Well, now that your knee is so unstable and off. When, when something else, like a drastic movement after those tear and then it gives way and it tears the nerve, sometimes the nerves going down into your foot die mm-hmm. and, and essentially your foot now kind of drops into like a, like a, imagine your foot curling up and arching itself, you know, like you're trying to, like you're trying to grab something. I, I know what you mean. So that, it doesn't, it doesn't, I don't know if necessarily it's a drop foot, but the only thing that I get from it is like the it's because it didn't. My knee's fine. Nothing happened to me. It, I'd say, it, I want to say it broke the tibula and the fibula. Does that sound okay? Right? okay. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, they're so both down broke, there, I think. It broke those two. So then when the when a nerve happened and it broke, like it, it was weird because you could touch my knee. You could touch above the break. It was fine. Yep. As soon as you touched where it broke or below, it was like a shock. Just went, just dispersed all the way to my toes to my hip. It just it just felt like somebody kept shocking me. Somebody like wanted to sleep, yeah. And uh, I would get that. I would get that when my when my foot would like a Charlie horse, almost right on the bottom of your foot. Kind of, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That, yeah, it, except that. Except the drop part of it is is it curls, but it's not bringing up. So it's essentially like your foot is fucking is is down, dragging as met as much. So. This dude was fu- this dude was fucked. He uh he almost played again, but he had to have a brace that kept his foot kind of upright. Mm. And he was trying to learn how to do it and you know, you can't you can't run like that. Your foot has to be agile to push and to to you know, and and there was nothing. So he you know, he he practiced and you know, he might have suited up for a game, but he uh I don't think he ever played again. But uh yeah, man, that's awesome. I didn't know that about you. You played, you know, senior year varsity football like that's that's awesome to have happened to your fucking leg. Usually people just say fuck it, I'm done, you know. That, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I I do think it's because it broke young. Cause so after yeah. they broke, I didn't get any screws or nothing. They were able to. Uh, I'm gonna say they rebroke it. There, I know there's a word for it. I know oh, yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. term for it. But they broke it. They placed it back together. Um, and I mean, I was I was pretty good on it. I had a, a cast from the tip of my toes all the way to like five inches below my hip. There you go. And it yeah. just just kept everything pretty solid, you know. I, sure, ten years ago to hop around, you know, I'd hop, hop, hop after a while. But I mean, I, I took care of it, and it, I say, cast came off. Um, the first full year was real difficult with walking because it hurts, you know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. By then, I'm 11, 12 years old. You know, I, you don't care, man. As as long as you can run, you can run. And I think it happening young. As I grew up, it just like it doesn't bug me now at all. Like right. I could tell, I could tell that it broke just because like it's a little like. It's like five degrees, kind of slanted one yeah. foot because yep. of the way it happened. But I mean, it doesn't affect me, man. I, 
when I was in the army, I could run two miles in like 12 minutes, man. So it, it's, it's never affected me in a way that besides when I was little and it spazzing out, but I've always been able to use it function pretty well. I got you. I think mine's a little off, man. I, I've made the joke before, but the chick who came in and reset it, she, uh, you know, she, I obviously had to have surgery on it and all this shit. And, and she came in and all she did was fucking go, you ready? And I was like, no, no, no. And I bit <laughs> down on a towel and this, this chick just fucking kind of rip, 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 rip. And she looks at it. I, I'll never forget. She takes her hand and eyes it up like a field goal kicker does a field goal. And she kind of went rip. All right, good to go. And I was like, it, are you sure? And she was like, close enough and walks out. And I was like, are, and like my foot still hangs out a good little bit. When I run, it's hard for me to keep in a line. Like, I don't know if it's because I haven't ran in a while and, you know, I got a bad mm-hmm. back anyways. Like, my back's fucked. So, uh, you know, I don't know if it's me not being able to run right or maybe my hips are a little fucking off. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm all fucked up now. Like, I, I uh, partially tore a PCL in that leg uh, in college. So, like, so uh, we were talking about popping hamstrings and that's eventually, mm-hmm. you know, I ran on January 1st. Uh, I, I ended up doing a flag football league that, that fucking spring. And, uh, first game out, I did receiver and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, here's my time, man. Fuck all this. And there's, there was some kid who had just played at, uh, so you know that, you know that, uh, North Dakota school of science, right? Uh, yep, 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 yep. So pretty good athletes, you know, they get athletes that go to NDSU and all that shit. And there was a corner there that played and, you know, being 20, 20 years old, 21 years old. This kid's up here talking about going to college, and I just got off going to college. I was like, all right, motherfucker, come up. You're like, I fucking got you, man. Yeah, he came up and pressed me. I balled on him. I had two touchdowns. I had a jumper. Like, dude, I you know, I had a good, great fucking game. And uh, But uh, later that season, I ended up playing quarterback. And, you know, now I joke, like, I wish somebody from, you know, one of the guys I hang out with now or whatever saw me do flag because it was one of the most incredible flag seasons nobody ever saw. Like, I, bro, I was I was just dime piecing. Like, there were, like, 50-yard bombs on the run when I could just sling yeah. shit. I would throw it. And we had this dude named White Boy Chris. He would smoke cigarettes and hit vapes during the game. And <laughs> White Boy Chris sucked dick. He was so fucking terrible at football, but he was such a character. You had to have him on your team because his name was White Boy Chris. Yeah, you can't even get mad. Bro, You're like, oh, it's fine. He hits the deepest post I've ever seen, and he's wide open. And I... Kind of, you know, the joke I always had was if you have two linemen, always force the guy, no matter what, to your inside, and I'll just take off as soon as that guy commits to the inside. I'll roll, and now you have to get through a body. It ain't gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So that was the, you know, it was perfect. And I'd get around, and I hucked this. It was a dime. I mean, it went down through perfect. I go, I go, Chris, Chris, and I'm yelling. And all of a sudden, he, it gets in his hands. He goes to the ground, and all of a sudden, as it hits the ground, the ball pops up and fucking goes out of bounds. And I go, you fucking Damn. white boy. You could have had it, right? But but anyways, uh, you know, St. Claude had a dome over the field. Well, they take yep. the dome off, and now it's 36 degrees in April, and we got to finish football playoffs. <laughs> Again, I'm off the knee. I'm off, you know, I, I tore the knee uh, in spring in football my, my redshirt year. Uh, I come back, that same spring. The, a year later, I break my ankle. So it's the it's April, and uh, I'm thinking, I got this. I'm running around. I'm thinking shit's cool. I go to extend a play for a first down. I make it, but when I try to slow down, 
it wasn't me speeding up. It was the quickly trying to to stop. And dude, I've never heard it before. I thought I broke something, but it was the there was a pop, a snap, like somebody cracked, like snapped their fucking finger. And I go, oh, that's not good. I fucked, I fucked my hamstring up good. And dude, yeah. like, I went on to play uh, a fl- uh, like a bar league football with like real pads and helmets and shit. They call it semi-pro, but it's fucking, it's just ghetto ass. I got threatened with a gun my first game. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I swear to God. I, dude, so, you know, th- these guys aren't used to corner or wide receivers blocking, and that was like the one good thing I can fucking do. You know that. And, yeah, it's all that we did. Dude, so I show up, and I'm, I'm hitting this fucking safety every play, and he's got man tits, so he's not, he's not in shape, and he doesn't want to get, you know, the shoulder every fucking play. So finally, he's talking shit to me, and... I finally just look over at him, and I'm giving him the, you know, big Hooters signs. Like, I'm holding yep. him up. And I, and I can see, I go, and he's saying something. I go, shut the fuck up. We can all see your tits through your jersey, fat ass. And, you know, at this point, he's like, yeah, I got a gun in my foot. And I went, and I just kind of shut up a little bit. And then I was like, <laughs> I was like, I've seen you try to tackle, man. Your aim's terrible. And uh, and he's he's just getting pissed. He's like, all right, we'll see. We'll see. And, of course, you know, I went and got cleaned up and fucking went out the, the way, the back door, and. Came around uh, to my truck and I mean, I, you know, I wasn't stupid. I'm not gonna test fate after the game, but when we got oh, pads no, on, no, no. you know. But uh, no, so and but it it popped in a practice going into the season, and I almost didn't get to play in it. I mean, it popped like three or four times before I could even you know really get into a practice. And bro, I mean, popping a hamstring after a 30 minute somehow story, what it turned out to be. <laughs> but no, it was good content. But uh, no, you know, it, it, dude, it, it, I still feel it. If I stretch it, man, I know exactly where I popped it three years ago. You know, it's if it's if it's high up near your ass, you're fucked. The worst part, the worst part about like popping stuff is when it happens, it's always there. Like that thought in your head, you're like, shit, man. So the worst, the worst pop happened this winter. So oh. So Josie, I keep, you know, I we live together. I, you know, we'd be fucking around. I mess with her. She, she, yeah, we got our games. But she, uh, we have a we have a thing called the gun game, right? So it's whenever we see something dumb, like uh, we just, you know, make a little gun with our hand, we put it to your temple, and we said, "What'd you say?" You know, just you know, messing yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, she did it to me hard. She, she, she brought the gun to the temple hard, That's right? Good. We, yeah, yeah. We were outside. It was still snow on the ground, you know. And we started wrestling around, and you used to watch wrestling, right? WWE. Yeah. Or w- it used to be WWF. Now it's E or whatever. But yeah. I go and I was gonna give her the power bomb, right? I was like, okay, "There's okay. snow everywhere. Yeah, There's yeah. snow, you know. We uh, she about to get the power bomb. She gonna learn about bringing the gun fast, right? <laughs> Ray, some Rey Mysterio shit. Yeah. So I go and I go and I go to lift her, and when she does, she grabs my like my my ankles and holds down. But I'm coming full force to lift her. She's holding, and my back just popped. It was yep. so loud. Hey, oh my god! I just dropped, and I said, "Please, no, no, stop!" And then after I, I dropped, she starts being like, "Oh, what, you know, messing with me." I was like, "No, please, please, no, no, this is serious. This is serious right now." Bro, you again? You beat me because like at least you were about to power bomb somebody. I uh, I started this cabinet job, and uh, our fucking head guy left for a day. And I wake up, everything's fine. We had loaded a truck the day before. Uh, dude, I got in my truck. I got all the way to work. I fucking turn, get my coffee, shut my door. I By my third step away from my truck, just just popped. Just out of nowhere, heard a Done. pop. 
And I go, I, 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 dude, if, if, if you would have seen the video of me walking into work that day, I shut the truck, I, I hear the pop in my back, it probably looked like I got shot by a fucking gun, dude. I, I'm walking <laughs> and I'm drinking coffee and I stopped dead in my tracks for a good little bit trying to catch my breath, walking to work and it's, dude, it's, it's, it's flaring up my back. It's shooting pain into my abs. My abs have never done the wave, and they're kind of... Oh, dude, it's fucking me up hard. And I'm trying, dude, I, I have to walk into work. I sign in, and I'm barely moving. And I, I walk up to that guy, and I go, Hey, man, I hate to be this asshole, and I just started here. And I go, dude, something popped in my back on the way in here, and I, I'm not trying to be a jokester. I really got to go home because I can't breathe. And he was like, he was, I was like, dude, fire me if you got to. I'm sorry, man. I can't. And he's like, I gotta he's, go. he's like, if you're being honest with me, I get you. And I was like, dude, I wouldn't come up to you at 630 in the morning and say, hey, man, I showed up to work to have my back pop. And now I just want to leave. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, dude, like, this is embarrassing as fuck. Like, I don't it, know. It how, hurts. It, dude, it was the, it's, it's the worst pain. And like, I've had a few times where I'll get like a little stiff in that part and I'll go. You motherfucker, no, stop, like, stop, knock it stop, off. Stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, okay, I'll stop, body. Please, please don't do that to my back again. Like, I came home and cried on the fucking couch for an hour. Like, God, what I did, as soon as that happened, I came and I just laid on the living room floor. I was like, please just leave me here. Please, yep. please just leave me. Just leave me. And she comes, you, you need anything? I was like, I just I just need you to leave me alone right now. I'll call you. And she had to help me to get up eventually off the ground. I was like, oh, Lord. I was like, I'm only 27. What happens when I'm 37? I'm not, not even be able to walk in the house. No, my shoulders gonna be fucked my back's gonna be fucked my right side is gonna be fucked i'll just i'll just deal with it hopefully by the time like that time happens a pill will happen and little little antibodies will just go in and fix all that weird shit all the cartilage that doesn't need to be there and you know uh-huh. i mean the way things are going hell we're gonna have you ever seen the movie wally yeah we're gonna be off yeah <laughs> we're all just gonna be in little chairs just zooming around dude uh I mean, I want to try my hand at, uh, I was looking at an Oculus, like, obviously they're sold out right now, but the ones you can hook up to a computer and go into, like, like, they have games, bro, where you put on the headset and you're flying a fucking spaceship in outer space, mm. and, and there's 13, like, million or 13 billion worlds that you can go into the game or different planets, and it's like... It's it's essentially the game that never ends, and the deeper you get, the deeper it goes. And it's like, what does that even fucking mean? Of course, that's what happens. Like, why is that the slogan? But it's uh-huh. like, but it's like, can you imagine being in like an like dr- Can just 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 imagine being in space, in an ocul in like a three D uh what what are they virtual VR type of deal? Yeah yeah yeah, dude. That's that's already fucking me up just thinking about like putting the headphones in and then being like, what is what does space sound like? And then you just put that you blast that sound in there. And, and can you imagine, man, being like looking around and you're like, there you are above Earth and it's and it's all VR like where it looks real. Like, have you ever been in a VR or have you ever looked mm-hmm. through one? I've, I've done I've done like the little VRs where you like the the phone. Yep, yep, where you can have it, but it's like a little helmet, and then they're like, you're supposed to do it. I haven't done like the actual VR, because I've seen people who have like the whole setup where you walk into a room, and it's like a drop-down like helmet thing. Yeah. Obviously, you got to pay to go, you know, but you yeah. get your drop-down helmet, and then you got like like a little walking path you kind of oh, do, yeah. and like your hands and stuff. Yeah. This, this one, there's no setup, so you used to have to set up like points in your room for the diagnostics and readers to be able to understand where you are to get the best reading and movement. 
Now it's just there's like one setting that'll find everything in the room and you don't even have to, you know. But uh but bro, it it's like push and play. I mean, even the ones where you put your phone in it and, and you and you're on a mountain and all of a sudden it put me in the sky and I, I don't like heights. I dropped as if I'm in the fucking air, you know? Like I got mm-hmm. scared. Like it, that shit will trip you the fuck out, man. Like I can't wait till like I said, here's the cool thing though. Everyone's all like all oh, porn and all this. The NBA already has a thing where you can buy a ticket and yep. they'll put a fucking little drone there and broadcast as if you're in the stadium yep. watching from the fucking seat. That is the most badass fucking thing I've ever heard, man. Hey, just just give uh, you never know. The way things are going, give it 6 months, that's going to be the NFL opening game right there. Yeah. Hey, you guys want to buy the tickets? <laughs> buy, buy a $40 VR ticket and you'll get 50-yard line as if you, you know, like all you have to do is put one little fucking uh, uh above camera thing right at the fifty yard line and let everyone VR from that fucking camera, and you're just watching football, bro. That'd be mm-hmm. the coolest fucking shit in the world. You get all the camera sites, so it's just like you're you're getting the NFL like, but like you know they even they even do it where you know I'm looking at you right now on an iPad that's you know maybe twelve inches long. Mm-hmm. Okay. If I put a headset on, man, I you technically could be the the uh, my neck's ability to fucking move length, you know, and yeah, ha- yeah, how yeah. how crazy to change that just on a focal point. That's fucking yeah. nuts, man. They they had something like that. I want to say it wasn't Hulu Live. I think it was the ESPN app or something had it where you could go into a game. Right, they had the live games going, but there was like NBA Game Pass. Cameras. I think. What was it? NBA Game Pass. Okay, and they have all the different camera sites. You could be like front court. You could be up on top of the suite. You I could think be so, on yeah. one end, the other end. Yeah, yeah. I think even courtside and shit where you could, you could fucking, I mean, you were essentially like in the, fu- you were like there watching the guys fucking go. Mm-hmm. Enough mm-hmm. to where you have to, you have to like turn your head as if you're there watching. Like it's, that's some mathematical fucking genius shit. Like, you Hey, know? that's, hey. The one, the one thing that has impressed me though, just because when you when you said, can you imagine? Because there's fifty thousand people on a stadium, right? Can you imagine having to stream fifty thousand streams out of one facility to the rest of the world? Like you would think that, like. But they do like, it nightly. Exactly. Exactly. No, no. But I mean, it's different though. It's different because, right. like, like, because like when they when they do the NBA game or like a NFL game or whatever, like they're broadcasting all the, it, yeah. They they're there. They can edit it, and they could. And at the end of the day, it's one, maybe two, three streams going out, right? Like the NBA pass, they have more, but like that's unedited because when like some cameras don't break for commercials, you just watch the people take their time out, right? Or whatever, right. You know? Other than that, it's TNT <clears throat> is the only one broadcasting that one stream to that one channel. Yep. Yeah. I yep. got you. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So it'd be hard to yeah. The broadband width would be out out of fucking mind. Yeah. Well, I mean, but I'm surprised that like. Because right now, everybody's working from home. Everybody's doing that. I'm surprised we haven't had internet issues or anything. Everybody's... No, I haven't seen anybody complaining that, oh, my things are going down or whatever. Yeah. I'm surprised that we can sustain everything going on. Like They did say many- things slowed down, though. Uh, like, they didn't... They're, like, they slowed down internets for everybody just a little bit. Or mm, some companies okay, okay. had to slow it down just to keep up with the over amount of use right now because everybody is on it, streaming and shit. You know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh we got a digital Xbox and 
there's no outlet or input for a CD. So it's all yeah. has, it all has to be, you know, downloaded and it's not terrible. It's like maybe 30 minutes and we got our game. But okay, it's okay. so, you know, that's pretty good compared to some people saying like, "Hey, I bought a game. I'll I'll get to play it tomorrow," you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we have a gig for Wi-Fi, so it's not bad, but we also have like eight yeah. things hooked up to it. So I'm sure we're hitting the the peak of like it being, you know, overuse. Yeah, yeah, we got a gig too. We got CenturyLink. We used yeah. to have a, Same. uh, what was it, Comcast or whatever? But they just they were screwing up the let's just say the the internet too much. So we were, and then we heard about them and we they came when they actually came to install the new service. They came in and installed fiber from the pole all the way into the house. So that was pretty cool. And we're getting actual speeds. Like when they say they're giving you a speed, yeah. I mean you're provided. I mean maybe you know obviously in the streets. I don't know how they got fiber going from post to post, but. We got it from the house to the pole, so eventually when they get to that point where everybody has fiber, we'll already be hooked up and stuff. Right on. Yeah, we got super lucky when we moved in. Uh, CenturyLink gave us a deal for 65 bucks a month. We rent the 5G router. We get 5G and uh, fiber optics and all that shit. And, mm-hmm. uh, that's, a, that's the same. I think, uh, yeah, it's like 60 some bucks or whatever. 65, for the, yeah, 65 for bucks and no installation fee, no nothing, no rental fee for the fucking thing. And uh, the people who lived here before us had must have had fiber optics going to that. So there was no hookup for the guy. All the guy had to do was install the box and go, all right, you're good. You know, it's I'm, too easy, and now we hooked up. <laughs> I'm, I might have him come out again just to double-check and make sure everything's running at peak because, you know, it was running a little slow for the Xbox, but, you know, it wasn't, wasn't fucking terrible. We've never lagged while watching, uh, we've never lagged while watching, like, a TV right now, like, as soon as I get done with you, I'm about to go watch Ozarks. Have you seen it? No, no, I haven't. But I heard about Josie watches. So I don't watch too much TV. Like obviously, I've watched like Game of Thrones. I've watched Orange Is the New Black. Like yeah. I've watched the things that you know everybody watches. But like right now, she's watching like Outlander, and I've never watched Outlander. Okay, yeah. But she's really she watched like Lucifer. Lucifer was a thing that she yep. was she was big into and stuff. But yeah, I what I'm trying to watch is that uh. Carl Baskin or whatever the, the oh the Tiger King thing yeah I haven't seen it everybody's Neither like you gotta watch it you gotta watch it yeah I I never I just never saw the appeal to it not to be the guy who's like going against the stream I just I, I you know tigers don't get me anyway so it's not really you know I could care less what a bunch of rednecks do I've you know I've seen <laughs> rednecks my whole life you know? <laughs> well the thing I haven't really jumped to watch it because. All I gotta do is scroll Facebook, and I already know what happens. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and now even people are like, you know, who are super into it a week ago, they're like, yeah, I'm done. I've I've had yeah. enough. Um, no, Ozarks, man, you gotta hop on to. If, you know, if you're into like suspenseful, like, like what the fuck is gonna happen next type shit, it's uh, it's just about a yeah. guy who has to try to wash money for the cartel, and uh, you know, it whatever. There's just shit that goes on with that, but. Man, it's one of those shows where it's just it's just so good about like keeping you where you're like, what in the fuck? Like I gotta keep watching this shit. Like you know, there's good character. Oh, we gotta deba- go. Yeah, we gotta go see what's happening yeah. next. Play yeah. the next one. And they're hour episodes, so like right now it's good because you're watching so much content. You know, three episodes uh, or ten episodes for three seasons, thirty hours of fucking content right there. You know, that's a good. That's- couple weeks at least if you're not binging the shit out of it you know yeah you see but my thing is like that's let's say 30 hours i could get like 90 games of madden in that so i'd rather you know <laughs> so you what, what do you play on do you play ps uh ps4 or xbox xbox, xbox oh dude i'll have to add you uh i'm just new to it and 
I'm just, I'm, I, you can't judge me if we play. I'm fucking trash right now. Uh, hey, I, I do play a lot though, so no, no judgment, no judgment. But I, well, I think you'd be surprised. I, I, I've only had it for a week now, but I played NCAA 14. You remember that game? Uh, mm-hmm. That's the only game I've been playing for the last six years. <laughs> so, and I'm not kidding you on that. I've gone through two PS2s. I've never changed the game out. I've had, I've, I've played that game so fucking much. It's ridiculous, man. Dang. And uh, so I got onto Madden, and it was, it was like addicted. Like first day. I mean, I mean, I got my ass kicked. I put it on all Madden, and I got my shit rocked. And, uh, I play. I normally play online. I think right now I probably got like 550 online games logged in this year's Madden. Holy shit! So we we I mean like uh, it was this Saturday night. I had a you know because we ain't got nothing to do, so I had a tournament yeah. to uh, uh, like it was a bunch of streamers or whatever. I don't stream. I just I just play. But I ended. I think uh, started with 32 people. I got fourth. And nice. I mean, most of those guys were YouTube, Twitch streamers, and stuff. So I'm not, I'm not the best, but I, I, I say I just play it enough to know like the yeah, the nuances the, the, of it. Yep, yep. I could. Tell, I mean, and the more you play it, the more you're like, okay, this guy's covered two. This guy's bringing the heat. This guy's playing three. So you just, you just learn. You just yeah. okay. I'm gonna go here because obviously there's not gonna be anyone because you, you messed up and brought your safety down. Thanks. Touchdown. <laughs> right. What's your, uh, what's your style like? Like, for me, I played against my buddy the other day, and he was like, are you fucking serious? Like, for only only playing for some, you know, I've, dude, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I've probably put over 30 hours into playing it in a week. Oh, that's good. That's but I've good had week. nothing to do. Nothing to do, man. Yeah, and, yeah. And, I normally, when I play, I mean, honestly, I just, I run, I run the crap out of the ball. If I'm playing, I'm just going to, I'm just going to dominate you with the run, and then, if for some reason you could you could you know stop it, then we're gonna go. But when I play, I'm just like, all right, let's just run it, run it, run it. I might score five, six touchdowns just with Dalvin, just to okay, just to, just to assert the dominance, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I drive it, dude. Like I don't know what it is, but the only thing I'm really good at that game is like just picking people. Like mm-hmm. I haven't done it against. I'm not a big gamer. Like I probably won't ever really get online and play against people. But I love the franchise mode. Like I'm already into 2025, and I started it the other day. But I've yeah. si- I've simulated it, and part of it's being like, okay, cool. Like I've I've destroyed this team this year, but I've got draft picks. Like I just had uh, three first round draft picks in my last draft. Like I trade away everybody. You know, if if you got yeah, a contract I- coming up and you're decreasing, you're fucking gone. I uh, <clears throat> this year I played regular, just online. You know. Whatever, whatever the stats are, because you know they update throughout the season. Yeah. Two years ago, I did MUT, which is like ultimate team. Yep. And that, if it's you got to catch the wave, because let's say if it rolls out, let's say what is it, August seventh or whatever that is, it normally comes out August sixth yeah. or seventh. By August twelfth, you already have people with 90, 91 players. So the only thing I, I had to stop playing it because obviously I can't be playing Madden. You know, yeah, September, getting... October, you can't just no, like consume your life I'm, like that. Yeah, if I'm lucky, I might be able to get one game in the summer a day or maybe two or something, you know, yeah. if, if we're lucky. I, and the winter time, we're going, but there's no way you could jump in in December to, hey, yeah. I'm going to make a good team because everybody's already got their 99s, everybody's already got everything, and yeah, you yeah. Can't, can't compete. You're fucked. Did you, uh, did you play that QB1? Uh, the, were, were, not this like, one, not this to- one. I did it last year with... Uh, what the hell was it? It was a it was a Texas team or whatever that they had you do the storyline. Okay, 
Oh yeah, like you like you you get drafted, but then you go to jail or something, and then you got to work out at a combine or something like that. Or it wasn't it. What was last uh, year's story? I didn't about? go to jail, but you do you. Last year was uh, you were a high school, you played high school quarterback, or at least I don't know if you pick your positions, but you know obviously you pick quarterback. Yeah. Uh, went to high school, and then after that you went to like a like a mini combine, and then you play for a, a, a D1 team, and then you go to your combine, and depending how you do, they rank you under your first rounder, second rounder, third rounder. Okay. I can't remember. I think it was like the Longhorns was the team. Yeah. Long shot yeah. or something? Wasn't that what it was yep, called? Yep. Oh yeah, long shot, long shot. That's what yeah. it was. See, I haven't, like I said, I haven't bought Madden. This is my first Madden since, uh, I mean, really since fucking Larry Fitzgerald and uh, and Troy Paul Malu were on the fucking cover. Uh, that was a good one though. That was that was uh, I don't want it was it was a seven or eight. Uh, well, it was right after that Super Bowl. I think it was that was two thousand nine, wasn't it? Was it nine? Yeah, I got it when I was sixteen, so that would have been two thousand nine, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Okay. There, yeah, 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 somewhere around there. Uh, yeah. But like, I I got fourteen when I was in college, my sophomore year for NCAA. But dude, they gotta make that game here in the next two years. Like that is gonna be the biggest fucking money maker. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know if they're gonna make it, and this is the only reason I don't know if they're gonna because people are gonna want to get paid, you know? Because well, they, no they've way got that. They've got that though. But how are you going to pay them? How are you going to, like, for example, like, if they would have rolled it out this year and they had Jerry Lynn Hurst, right, quarterback, how much yeah. are you going to pay him? Are you going to pay him exactly what, what fucking, uh, uh, what's the, Taylor from Wisconsin makes? Are you going to pay him even though Hurst is a way bigger superstar? Or do you so, pay him equally? Do you go give him a little grant? What do you do? I think what they did was, so what they, what was in the past games, you know, obviously you can go back and look and uh, there was a, Spring Lake Park linebacker who was on the game and it said he was from Columbia Heights and that he was you know his height and weight were the exact same fucking height and weight and he was a white guy and he had black hair and funny he was kind of statistically like you know he was kind of a faster guy and he well you know it matched him very well and um when when they stopped making that game and got sued the money that EA has to put out uh so let's say that you know there was you Miguel you were on the Gophers and you were number eight and number eight on the game when you go to start the game like it shows number eight Miguel because number eight you know when you played you were really good and it showed you in the promo of the game well because you were the captain in the promo of the game and you got to be in like the game highlights like did you ever play fourteen. Uh, no, I think the last NCAA I played was 12. So when you'd start the game, it kind of gave you, like, fake in-game, like, highlights of your game before you played, right? Yep, yep. If you were in that, you got, like, about eight, dollars to $8,000. So, and if you, were, if you were just in the game, like, let's say you were in the game for all four years of NCAA from, like, let's say 2009 to, to NCAA 14, your player was in that game. You're probably looking at six thousand dollars if you weren't a, a captain or featured for your team as a, in the promos for your team, like in those little in those little snippets and whatever. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. There were there, they actually have a way to do that where they paid guys off for what they were in. So I don't know if that's a formula going forward that you can pay, but it's something. It's something to have already started. But when California said we're gonna pay players by 2022 
no matter what you say, NCAA, you don't have a controlling authority of our government and our, our, our you know, our states fund our colleges. Uh-huh. We're gonna pay our student, our student athletes. So the NCAA finally melted down because Florida said the same thing and Texas was on its way because Texas isn't about to lose to Florida and California. Hell no. They said they said they said we're gonna make money off football. Oh. We're gonna make the money, don't you? NCAA, don't million, you worry, you don't dude, you don't run it. Multi or what is it? Uh ten figure mul or not ten figures, but I, I don't know, ten million dollar football stadiums or more than that fucking I mean For rid- high school high school For shit. High school yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, ridiculous. I mean, it, you know, it's, you, it yeah. does bring the cash in. I mean, eventually, eventually. I mean, see, that's the only bad thing because you start bringing money into it, then it's going to be like, oh, who's going to give me more money? Is Florida going to give me more money, or is Alabama going to give me more money, or right. or they have to they have to figure out to make it kind of even uh, over the board so that you don't have, you know, UCLA is we're just going to start pumping checks to these guys and we're going to we're going to win natty tatties don't don't you worry right no they're going to have to what they should do is states should legally go in with the NCAA and say hey here's the max here's what we're going to top off at here's the extras you're allotted to give the student athletes like you know we're going to have a video game featuring this we're going to give the rights to our school to do this and here's what we're going to pay if we if we put the likeness of these players in each guy no matter what you're in is going to get an extra 100 bucks for every video you know or whatever however you fucking work percentages of, and whatever the fuck that works in and you know uh but you could um sorry what uh what did you say right before that i got i got lost thinking about that video game thing what you what did you say right before that about about the the colleges paying them and making it uh yeah uneven? sorry you they they're gonna level that out they have to level that out because at some point you're exactly right uh, Alabama could just say we'll pay you fucking ten grand more than anybody else will you know yep oh and you don't don't worry that Porsche paid for it. we go we actually you don't have to stay in dorms we're building condos for you guys and you guys could actually you know let's just, let's just say we're not gonna be charging you guys rent you know? right right <laughs> we got yeah we got investors or whatever it's like that shit's got to go but also here's that here's my point idaho and these kinds of teams are going to go away what you're not going it's not going to be school-based anymore it's going to be conference-based on who can afford to play in the conference so and there's not going to be as many like smaller teams i don't know how that's going to affect d2 and shit like i'm sorry i don't know if d2 can get paid you know, so I think I think the max I, the, in D two like the max they were able to offer them is like half scholarships or something, fifty percent rides. Uh, I mean, they figured out like when I played, you know, they told you you couldn't get you can get thirty seventy five percent of your scholarship paid, but there were guys who were making money their fifth year there. You know, if you were if you were a fifth year redshirt, uh, you got some fucking extra spending cash throughout the semester I, to be able to I've, fucking play so and I've, never had I've, to touch loans. I've talked to people who. Uh, who have played college ball or whatever? Yeah, and they said that I mean, there's there's some teams that would be like, okay, hey guys, here's your little envelopes for the week, or here's a little this, or here's a little extra thing, and we're not even talking about we're talking about D three schools that they're just trying to make a little name for themselves, so we're gonna keep the good players and yeah. slide them a little bit of cash. I mean, and then that happens, so just wait till they open the floodgates. We're gonna <laughs> I, like I said, I think I think the smaller teams who like Minnesota Crookston and stuff, they're gonna go out of the way. I think what you're going to see is more, uh, like, not as crazy a teams. You're going to limit maybe to, like, 80 teams or 100 teams. There's not going to be 126 D1 teams anymore. There's going to be, you know, 75 or whatever. 
And then you mm-hmm. you lengthen the playoff to 10 teams. So now it's like, okay, you're going to get the top 10 teams, all the best talents going to the top 75 schools. Schools are going to average out a little bit more. There's not going to be as much you know, expansion. More talent's not going to get weighed off on a school that's only going to win two fucking games in a know-nothing conference, you know? Yeah, if yeah, you shorten yeah, that yeah. up a little yeah, bit, I, I, you group the talent a little more together and you get a little bit more of a sturdy product. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like the NFL. I mean, there's the reason that other leagues don't really blossom as well is because the NFL says we're going to pay you the most and we're going to want the best players. Right. Like the XFL. The XFL is trying to make a come up. <sighs> that it, it makes me a little sad for Vince McMahon, you know, because this is his second run on doing this, and he had it going this year. He had something going, yeah. and since this broke out, done. And I don't. I I think that that killed the XFL. I don't think he'll be back again. Well, he was losing money too in the WWE. Like it, it's it's not working out well for him anymore. I think it. You know, it hit its peak a couple of years ago. I think, or at least mm-hmm. maybe in the early two thousand. But uh, it was good, and I think I think what what the problem is is nobody's gonna have a second league until the NFL wants a second league. And even then, yep. how are you going to do it? Because it's it's like preseason. Nobody fucking really cares. You know, mm-hmm. it's on, and sure, that's cool and awesome. And that's exactly how everybody treated uh, the XFL is cool, it's football, yay. And then they just walked away and, like, did other things while maybe it was on or they channel flipped. And, you know, it it yep. was uh, – it's, what it's, was it? The Seattle Dragons is that they had or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Are you gonna Are you gonna go pay eighty bucks for a Seattle Dragons jersey, or are you gonna pay one hundred twenty for Russell Wilson's jersey? Speaking of that, yeah, I forgot. Uh, I gotta go on those websites and see how much that merchandise is now that it's probably like for sale, like on on sale or whatever. Like a Seattle Dragons jersey is probably like fifty bucks less. Oh, I bet. I bet. I mean, <laughs> give it. You just buy it in bulk. Give it about seventy years, and then bring it back out. Maybe make some. <laughs> there you go. Fucking right, man. I got you. Well, we got an hour and twenty in, man. I uh, here awesome. pr- promote your mask one more time. Give everybody hey. the rundown. How to reach your business if they need to build or. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. So the website, the website you can go and order these masks is www.nordiesmask.com. So Nordies with a D, N-O-R-D-E-A-S-T, mask with an S. dot com. Um, you can also look us up on Facebook, Nordies Mask. Um, we have a, a Instagram page as we're trying to, you know, trying to get going. But we just went live on Friday, so it's it it takes time to build. It takes time to build. And uh, one big thing I. It's, this is this is a campaign that we're doing between New Veterans Construction and Julius Sherman with Keller Williams. So with this campaign, we're not making anything off of it. Our, right. our biggest goal is to just try to – if you want to cover your face, we're here. We're not we're not price gouging. If you go on Facebook, man, I, we see people selling for $8, $10, dollars $20, whatever it is. You know, Maybe it costs them that much to make it, but we've been able to bring the cost down, five bucks a mask, and at least, at least by buying a mask from us, you'll know that – you're helping someone else get a mask, and not right, because you will be mask. donating, right? That's that's something I'm, I, I really want to push too. Is you'll you'll be donating for, uh, um, what do you call it? You'll be donating. Uh, that five dollars goes to help you guys donating fifteen hundred masks of the forty five hundred you guys made, correct? Yep, yep, okay. yep, yep. Exactly. Right. So our goal our goal is to be able to sell three thousand of them, and of course the three thousand will go out, and then we will also be go, giving out fifteen hundred. And like I said, we're already giving some of these out. We have people in Pennsylvania that are getting some of the masks. We have people in New York City that are getting the masks. Some in Minnesota, of course. We're waiting on uh, North Carolina. We're going to be shipping some over there. Uh, we're going to be shipping some to Florida. Um, right they're, they're places that are harder hit, and uh, you just it's hard to get the PPE. And 
like I said, the they're they're triple layer cotton, uh, woven cotton in the front and the back, and then the inside is called Muslim cotton. It's a real thick. It's very thick, so it it helps you off. Um, of, of course, it's not as good as these N95s that everybody wants to get, right. but right. If if the the guidance from the CDC is they're recommending you put on a mask. If you want a mask, it's we don't something. want you to. It's something to cover your face. Yep, yep. We don't want you to be without it. You know, we want to help you if you want it. We're here, and right now we're making forty. We forty five hundred is what what's gonna go out. And if for some reason it goes on, and we're able to make more masks and we're able to donate, we still see the demand. We'll 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 cross that bridge when it comes. Right now we got forty five hundred, and we're giving away forty five uh, fifteen hundred of them. So. Right on, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I'll put all you know. I'll put all that information right so people can see it in the post. And you know, uh, you said you have an Instagram. I'll, I'll I'll touch base with you and get onto that. But that's awesome, man. Yeah, that's cool. You know that, that people are standing up, and that's kind of what you need. You need to see nowadays. You know, I'm not yeah. doing a fucking thing. So at least you're. You know, at least there's some people like you out here making masks for people. That's fucking. That's cool, man. I. I've got like a few of them left over from paint jobs and shit, and it's like mm-hmm. I'll just keep them in the truck, just kind of stash them away, just in case, just in case, man. Maybe. Yeah, I, like I said, we're just we're just trying to help out, man. We're we ain't here to to argue about whether or not you should have it. We're not trying to to sway people, but if if just I feel very strongly about it. Of course, we started the campaign, yeah. And if if you if you're with us and you feel strong, we're we're here for you. We're here to provide these masks and. Let's try to get them out there, man. Right on, man. That's awesome. Uh, thank you. You know, thank you for coming on. I, I hope this works. I hope this. You know, I hope promoting this. You know, helps you guys sell. That'd be awesome. I hope. I hope it gets people all their masks and keep doing what you guys are doing. That's that's super cool. Yeah, man. Thanks for having us. I mean, thanks for having me. Josie's part of it, but right on. Right on. no, she's <laughs> she, always she's, she's been in the back. It. She's been the, she's been the silent person just listening to the conversation. Oh no, she's uh, I gotcha. she's on she's on the phone because I mean real estate agents they don't sleep for some reason. Ten o'clock in the morning, nobody wants to talk about houses, but come oh, yeah. three o'clock in the afternoon, people want to text, message. Oh, yeah. well, I mean, they've had, they've she, had all day she, to think about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's I, it's after after people get home from work or you know they're relaxing. That's when they start wanting to browse, and it works out for us. So right on. All right, man. I'll let you get back to it. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. Thanks, man. You have a good one, man. Good yeah. good luck with the rest of the show. I appreciate listening to you guys. Yeah, you, hey, I appreciate you listening. Thank you. I joke about you being, you're probably one of the only few. No, I, <laughs> if, like I said, man, if you need any painters, let me know, man. I'm fucking always looking, so. Will do, will do. Thank you very much, man. Right on, man. I'll talk to you.